Good morning. I'm Aya Wimala, and it is October the 1st. Time is flying by. So today is Friday here, and um, it's the beginning of a weekend. Lots of things going on. I hope everybody is being safe and uh, feels safe in the world. Today we're going to continue with our reading from A Pilgrim's Companion, and we're on day 21 of our 35-day pilgrimage. So today the reading is on gratitude, and the reflection, these are some advisory stanzas. And it's from part of the Pitika that I am not familiar with. So. Uh, I started looking that up and got sidetracked down a different rabbit hole, listening to Ajahn Brahm uh, give a, a short talk at the at a recent ordination in Northern California, and he did it online. So he was in Australia and had just gotten out of retreat, so he was able to do it. There are enough bhikkhus and bhikkhunis now to do those ceremonies. Um, in in the country in in America, they can be done. There are enough for the panels that are needed in this country now. But uh, it was a sweet talk by him, congratulating them and talking about some of the things he's been through. So uh, that's what I was just listening to. So. Let's read more. We've read about gratitude. There's a lot of talk about gratitude. Um, so this is this this is one uh, that you probably have heard before, and it's about uh, gratitude for our parents. And it's from the Anguttara Nikaya 2, 31-32. The Blessed One said, A person of no integrity is ungrateful and does not acknowledge the help given to him or her. This ingratitude is second nature to rude people. It is the mark of a person of no integrity. A person of integrity is grateful and acknowledges the help given to him or her. This gratitude is second nature to fine people, to fine, uh, F-I-N-E, quality people. It is the mark of a person of integrity. There are two people who are not easy to repay, your mother and father. Even if you were to carry your mother on one shoulder and your father on the other shoulder for 100 years and to look after them by bathing and massaging their limbs and they were to defecate and urinate on you, you would not be repaying your parents. Even if you were to establish them in abundant wealth of the seven treasures and in sovereignty over the entire world, you would not be repaying your parents. Why not? Mother and father do so much for their children. 
They care for them, nourish them, and introduce them to this world. However, one who rouses his unbelieving parents and establishes them in the Dhamma, rouses his unvirtuous parents and establishes them in virtue, rouses his stingy parents and establishes them in generosity, and rouses his foolish parents and establishes them in wisdom, is to that extent repaying one's mother and father. From the Anguttara Nikaya 31.32. And if you'd like, go ahead and sit in meditation posture and just be aware of your breath each breath. And I'll read these advisory standards. You can let them be thoughts that you're taking in. Uh, that by listening and, and being aware of your breath at the same time, don't struggle with which to focus on. Now focus on your breath, but the words will be coming in. You can hear and listen to the words. Let them, they'll be uh, taking root in your mind. And this is from the Kadia Pitaka, which again, I'm not familiar with. Viewing indolence as something frightful, as the root of all defilements and the destroyer of all good, and treating effort, its opposite, as the remover of all dangers. Be energetic at all times. This is the advice of the Buddhas. Talking about right effort. Viewing confrontation as something frightful and treating non-confrontation, its opposite, as a haven. Seek peace at all times. This is the advice of the Buddhas. Viewing negligence as something frightful and treating diligence, its opposite, as a haven, practice the Noble Eightfold Path. This is the advice of the Buddhas. So praising effort, non-confrontation, and diligence. So let's sit together with the time we have left. We have about 20 minutes so we can have a longer sit. And let's just Practice uh, a little vipassana. Just stay with your breath and let your awareness be focused on each breath. Your body's breathing and your awareness is on each breath. Just each breath in. And each breath out.
being aware of the rise of the breath and the exhale as the fall. Let your mind be clear. Thoughts will arise. That's perfectly okay. Just let them fall away. Don't push them away. They'll just rise. And for lack of attention, they'll trail off. They'll fall away. Be aware of your posture as you breathe. If your spine is lifted up, you'll be aware of how much easier it is to just naturally fill your lungs. Not even needing to force that breath. Breathing in, breathing out. When you notice your thoughts have distracted you, your mind is wandering, just keep bringing it back to your breath. 
right effort in our meditation. It isn't pushing or forcing. We relax. Focus on our breath. Right effort in this practice, especially if you're new with it, we're just letting those thoughts go. And right now we don't need to even uh, judge those thoughts or decide which are good thoughts and which are not good thoughts. We're just staying with the breath. And if thoughts arise, we don't feed them with our attention. We just allow them to fall away.
And with each exhale, let your body relax. We tend to build up tension. Be with each breath. Be aware of the breath. Let everything else just come and go. Don't hang on to anything. Now let's work with sound a bit. And anytime you need to, just come back to your breath at your anchor. Just be aware of sound around you. There may be a particular sound you can just observe the sound and just the quality of the sound doesn't matter what it's coming from you don't need to start thinking about 
where the sound comes from, who's making it, whether you like it or not. Just be aware of sound. And if you start to analyzing the sound or trying to identify the source, just come back to your breath and stay just with your breath for a while. Then you can let go of the sound and just come back to your breath. This is a practice you can use to just stay with your breath. Then you can add taking in something from another sense door. So we looked at sound today. As you continue to practice, You can work with contact, you can work with feelings, you can work with your other senses, so smell and taste. With your thoughts and with your eyes open, you can work with sight. But today we just work with the breath and we worked a bit with hearing. Just hearing. We're not labeling other than basic hearing. So as our time comes to an end, uh, Try to practice metta practice, loving kindness today. We all can use a good, we all can use a good dose of that daily. Um, we, we're hoping 
we're hoping it helps us and we're hoping it may help others but primarily we have to our metta practice can be viewed as selfish in one way but everything we do to benefit ourselves as when, as we talk about when we practice sending merit uh, is also for the benefit of others because when we can love ourselves and take care of ourselves well uh, learn to be harmless learn to have no hatred for any being we begin to be a refuge for others so may everything we do and say and think today not only be for our own benefit but for the benefit of all other living beings everywhere so thank you for practicing with me and i'll see you i'll be here sunday morning same time thank you